welcome to How to Deal When the Shit Gets Real podcast. I'm Rietta. And I'm Connie. And we are two crazy cousins that are on social media today. <laughs> or at least we're talking about social media today. Because let's be real, we're on social media. Er day. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Well, let's preface this that with there are good things to social media. Because there are. But we're going to talk about. Sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> memes. That's true. But we are going to talk about some of the ones that we don't want you to get dragged into. And just in, in general. And what we do on our social medias versus what other people might be doing. So go check out our Instagram. <laughs> Basically. Honestly, Instagram is the only one I care about. Photos, they're not very, too political. It's just a photo. I like it better than, you know, Twitter and Facebook. I still don't really understand Twitter. So if somebody out there wants to explain it to me, like, I'm all down. Like, I mean, I get that it's social media, but it just seems very strange to me. Tom just likes to do it. Use Twitter. He likes to do it, man. Sorry. Uh, when uh, Tom uses Twitter, it's mainly not to incite fights, but he added um, the Romeoville Police Department saying, is there anything you guys can do about uh, a semi truck just ran down our neighborhood streets and that's not supposed to be legal? Is there anything you guys can do? I've heard a lot of people using that. And actually, at the my little side job that I have, they even mention how they like to have a, a Twitter account because it can show them if something went wrong so that they can fix it. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. See? I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. It's, it's interesting to me. But we're going to talk about all sorts of little fun tidbits about social media for you so i don't i don't know just social media in general what pisses us off last week we, we found out that rietta has a real issue with dick pics <laughs> <laughs> come on i know i am not the only one i'm pretty sure almost every one of my girlfriends that i've talked to feels the same way so yeah i needed to make it known when we're talking about anger because it angers me anywho it anger me like well i mean obviously i haven't had to deal with that in a long time i've been married nine years so i'm not getting random dick pics at least i hope not <laughs> but not that i remember so i don't have to worry about that anymore so thank god for being married but for all the ladies out there Amen. that are still dating i pray for you <laughs> we, we pray for all of them all the time <laughs> uh, i mean and it honestly gets you to i mean getting unwanted dick pics i mean i guess it get it's kind of similar to trolling and bullying on social media because although a guy may find a dick pic funny it can be sexual it can get to the point of sexual harassment bullying trolling all that kind of shit yep and kind of we're just we're literally just talking about this as somebody like me who's trying to get my name out there more who's publishing a book and or i did publish a book it's not publishing anymore I see a lot of trolling on author pages, like people that literally just go on there and leave one star reviews on just random books just to piss people off or just to ruin their career. And it kind of bothered me at first. And then I sat back and thought, why do I care? Like this person has no this person only has an effect on me if I let them have an effect on you. So that's why we wanted to talk about it, because we don't want you guys to feel like I'm being bullied. 
you you're that person can only really bully you if you let them for sure and honestly let's face it how is it even possible that you have a one-star review it hasn't been out that long and it was before you even had an author page on goodreads or whatever website it was that's what confused me about it and then my girlfriend was like well it's connected to amazon but the review is not on amazon so it didn't copy over but whatever they can do whatever they want if they want to put a one-star review and it makes them feel good about themselves, good for them. I mean, hey, we had the same thing with the podcast. We did. Somebody left. I don't think it was a one-star. I think they did give us a two-star, like trying to be like half butt about it. But it's funny. These people will leave one or two-star reviews, but then they don't write anything. They're literally just like, eh, one-star. And it's like, you can yeah, write it, something. Yeah. If you really, truly believed it was something that was one or two stars. You should definitely at least have an opinion about why, because I definitely can understand if somebody didn't want to listen to our podcast previously when I didn't have a good mic. Yeah, I or- can understand it because it actually. I'm like, I, I didn't even necessarily want to listen because I was like, I fucking hate my mic. <laughs> or even if they just don't like it, not everybody's gonna like it, and that's fine. And you can even be like, I don't know, Brietta's laugh is annoying. Okay, cool. Then you don't like it. That's fine. When I first started my blog, I literally had a person that left me like a six paragraph nasty comment. The amount of time this person put into effort to leave this six paragraph detailed review of why my blog was so bad made me laugh at that point. Because I was like, if you have that much time to criticize somebody that you don't even know, all right then. Then you need to get a life is what it is. And that's pretty much what all I, I believe all trolling is, is, okay, it's time for you to wake up and get a life because who cares in the end? Right. And if you don't like me, then don't read it. Simple as that. You don't have to like me. I get not everybody's going to like me. Not everybody's going to like me and Connie in our podcast. If you don't, cool. That's all new. But you don't have to be an ass about it. Well, it it actually, it's that whole thing where they say, because you're on social media and you're doing this over on a laptop, you're not doing this face-to-face, thus why your humanity, not your humanity, but your social politeness kind of just goes away. And that's, and and to me, that's stupid. Mm -hmm. You should should treat people, whether it's online or in person, how you want to be treated. Absolutely. And if I I find you trolling and I see you in real life, I'm going to be a real dick to you in real life as well as online. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually one thing that it was kind of sad. My girlfriend said to me, well, you put yourself out on social media, so you put yourself out there for scrutiny. And I'm like. That's an ass backwards way to think of it. I can put myself out there and I know not everybody's going to like me, but that doesn't mean that I should be okay with people being mean to me. If they don't like me, that's fine, but they don't have to be mean to me. And to say that it's my fault because I put it out there on the internet is a stupid way to think about it. Like, that's not my fault. I can put myself out there. When you told her this, what did your friend say? I, I told her that. I'm like, that's not, that's not how this works. And what was her rebuttal? She was like, no, that's how it is. Like, you risk it when you put yourself out there. I'm like, I kind of get what you're saying. Like, yes, I put myself out there, and there are going to be people that don't like me, which is fine. But that doesn't give me th- give them an excuse to bully me and treat me like shit. They cannot like me and say, like, eh, you're not my cup of tea, and be cordial about it. But they don't have to be like, you're a fucking bitch. Like, that's not necessary. That is not okay. 
Yeah, and especially considering, A, you would never have the guts to do it in person, first of all. Mm-mm. And, B, it's fucking rude. And if you're not a rude person in your normal day life, you shouldn't be rude to other people on social media, whether they can see you or not. And on top of that, yeah, no, you're not asking for people to be mean. And that's just being that's just being rude. On top of it, it's just, what did I want to say? Well, it's just like in real life, if you meet somebody and you don't like them, you don't have to be friends with them. You just just don't ever interact with them again. And it's the same thing on social media. If you see a profile that you don't like, just don't follow it. And that's the end of it. Yeah, really. Because how much is it really bugging you? And if you think about it in your limited space as a human being, you're only going to have X amount uh, amount of friends. Not everybody's going to be your friend. It's just not how that works. But now I remember what I was going to say is that in reality, just because you post something on Instagram or Facebook does not mean you know that person. That is a very small sliver of your person and your personality. Ooh, so what? You're taking a cool photo of you hiking or whatever. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, it's more for you, your friends, your family. It And you are trying to get out there and talk and meet new people but it that doesn't mean you're like yeah and I'd also would like outside of bullying with that (laughs) like we said we're not saying that people can't disagree with you can't not like you they absolutely can they just don't need to go to that extreme where they're bullying you or being that nice to you it's just not necessary actually you know what is even funny so uh one time Tom pissed off this group of people I can't remember if it was uh, when the time when I was actually on Facebook because I'm not anymore. And they contacted me and they're like, I hope you're real proud of your husband. He made a sexist comment. And I actually read the comment and it was hilarious. Like he was clearly joking. Yeah. But they, they took it super seriously. And that's another thing that's kind of hard to get over text messaging or on social media is a joke mm-hmm. because if we're very sensitive about it. It's not going to be a joke. Right. But if another person like Tom is just joking and thinking it's funny, it's funny to him because he's not super personally affected by it. It's just two different things, man. No, that's another good example. And it is, it's hard to, you can't read tone. You know, when you type things in the computer, the tone is not there. It's just written word. I mean, if you have imagination, you could probably, just like when you read a book, you can get a little bit of tone and sass from it. But there are going to be people that take it the wrong way. And and it is what it is. It is what it is, yeah. And that actually kind of goes perfectly into another topic we were going to talk about or another part of this is don't waste your time arguing with somebody that you know is not going to change your opinion. Like, I see a lot of people on my Facebook especially, which is probably one of the reasons Connie's not on Facebook, where there's oh, 400, yeah. where there's 400 comments of people just going back and forth. You're stupid for thinking that way. No, you're stupid. And how many hours or whatever did they waste having this pointless conversation? Like, don't, don't bother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little, com- I'm not on Facebook anymore because of that. And like, too political. Yeah. I, I'm not, I that. I, I'm normally going, I was normally going on Facebook to see what my friends and family are up to. Mm-hmm. Maybe get some invites to family parties, whatever. I'm not really going on Facebook 
to see your political views. Don't give a fuck. Uh, you're, I don't want to be influenced by Facebook yeah. and, their, and, and their political views as well on, t- on top of that. Right. And also, yeah, I did actually have, and I thought it was, like, really stupid, but it was great at the same time. Somebody, con- when I first started dating Tom, somebody commented on my first profile picture with Tom and was like, you don't love him. You love me. He was a friend of the families, And all of my friends jumped in and they were like, you don't even know her. Go shut the fuck up. This is none of your business. And it was them basically arguing about who I'm in love with. I was like, this is insane. Only I know who I am in love with. And at that time, I was just, we just started dating. It was maybe three months into our relationship. (laughs) Yeah, see, and that's, that's not worth it. And obviously, I'm not saying that you can't have a candid debate with somebody that you're friends with and that you trust and that you can have an intelligent conversation with. I'm just telling you not to waste the time with the people that are never going to change their mind. And all they're going to do is bash you and argue with you. You're going to end up spending way more time on social media than you wanted to in the beginning. It's never going to end and you're going to walk away feeling like shit. So not worth it. Nope. And like Connie's example is a little more of a funny example they're arguing over who's going to love her. And like, obviously her friends are having her back against this person who's being an idiot, but that person's never going to stop being an idiot. So they're still wasting yep. their time. Yeah. And so I blocked them and then they were upset because they are technically a family friend to my brothers. I blocked him and, and then he was upset that I never invited him to the wedding. I was like, why, why would I invite you? You're yeah. not. And I told him flat. I'm like, you are not my friend. You are my brother's friend and you're an instigator so no thank you yes it was no it was hilarious i remember like a few years ago looking at that photo and laughing hey if they want to waste their their time and their life good for them but i'm not doing it and and that brings us up to social media can take too much time because if you're doing all those arguments you're spending more time on social media than you are in the real world and guess what it is a sunny beautiful day outside uh you should go out and you know enjoy it and you know get off the fucking phone i actually tell my niece that because i believe she is 14 and she needs to get off the fucking phone it is family time or whatever Get off the phone. It's it'll it'll be okay. You won't yeah. miss anything. And that's another aspect of social media is the fear of missing out. It is, and, and it can go both ways. You're on social media because you fear that you're going to miss a post, and it works the other way that you're on social media and you're you have the fear of actually like missing an actual event. It kind yes. of goes both ways it does go both ways and even for somebody like me who's trying to promote my book and trying to make something of myself I remember when I was first doing my book in order to hire an agent which an agent is the person that is the contact between you and the publisher you know they want you to have a huge following and a big blog they want to see that you've already done a lot of work and that's intimidating so then I'm on I'm spending all this time on Instagram trying to get 10,000 followers and it's stressing me out and finally I was like forget this. I can be successful. I'm going to do it my own way. Like I don't, 
obviously social media can be helpful because it, it's it's a quick lightning way to get stuff out there. But to say that you would be unsuccessful without it is not accurate. Word of mouth <laughs> still matters. People are going to talk about it. It's going to get around. And you're on the never ending website that people are always on Amazon. Yep. First of all. And second of all, if that would be true, then you would have no authors. Think about it. Social media is pretty new in relative terms of what, maybe 10, 15 years old. Yeah. I don't know the exact year, obviously. And we've had authors around for a very, very long time. Right. Very, very long time. I mean, before the American Revolution, there were authors. So, yeah, there's absolutely. It was difficult, but it's neither here nor there. I'm not giving you a history lesson. But before social media, there were plenty of authors, plenty of authors making it big. So, go F off is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not the end all and be all is what we're no, doing. No, for at. sure. Word of mouth is still going to be one of the most powerful things. You know, Connie reads my book, then she tells her best friend, and her best friend tells her best friend. That might not seem like a lot, but if it gets around, it. I mean, that's, a, that's bigger than you think it is. It's more powerful than you think it is. Especially because I've seen a lot of your friends posting about it, so that really is good. Oh, my... My heart was very full that first week. Everybody tagging me like it was great. And who it may never be a bestseller, but you know what? That's okay. It's out there. I put it out there. My fear didn't stop me. Social media didn't fucking stop me. I did it anyway. And that's really what we're getting at. Don't social media is not the end all be all. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't let the amount of followers and that kind of thing get you down. And actually. Okay, I absolutely hated the movie, but this movie just came out called uh, Infamous, and mm-hmm. it's basically a girl who, who, her and her boyfriend end up sticking up, like, a lot of, like, stores and, like, pot stores and taking cash, and she posted all of the crimes on social media, which, of course, is her downfall, and it really, it bugged the shit out of me. All of a sudden, they had a bag full of guns. What the fuck? Where'd you get all these guns? (laughs) It was like, what? (laughs) Okay. And like the boyfriend is super against it. It doesn't go very well. There was just a lot of aspects I was not a fan of. But it's this very similar thing where she wanted to be Instagram and Facebook famous. Mm -hmm. And but she was living in a small town in Florida and wasn't able to really grasp it like a lot of other people and it even shows like in the beginning a lot of her like scrolling and why can't she get more likes and she realizes she gets into a fight with a chick over a guy like she gets like 2,000 more followers so it kind of leads her down a semi-criminal path Hmm. and sounds interesting it was the I I hated it I, I don't know if I hated it because it just didn't – I think the concept is interesting. I just hate the idea of somebody being, I want to be Instagram famous, so I'm going to go rob a bunch of places and, you know, put it on Instagram. Like, I think that is a horrible concept. 
I mean, look at the girl that got Instagram famous when COVID first came out because she licked an airplane toilet. I mean, that's what you have to do to become Instagram famous is lick a fucking toilet seat. That's disgusting. The girl from Dr. Phil, the cash me outside girl that everybody talked about, that girl has millions of followers because she doesn't have proper English. Seriously? You look at somebody like Kyle Carpenter, who's one of the only living recipients to receive the Medal of Honor doesn't have anywhere near a million followers. That's somebody that you should look up to that has a million followers. Not somebody yeah, that is people who are like, just trying to get followers by doing stupid shit. Yes, exactly. And actually, Instagram has been talking about getting rid of likes to stop the competition. They're talking about getting rid of likes so people aren't like, that person has 300 likes for doing that. I'm going to do it too. Or like, why don't I have 300 likes? They're talking about just nixing it to try to stop this constant Instagram competition that's going on. Well, but I mean, it's, that's the same thing with Facebook though. And Twitter, because Twitter yeah. does the retweets and everything else. So yeah. what the fuck's the difference? They all have it. It's all clearly a competition. Come on. I do like, though, that Instagram is trying to combat it or, like, thinking Instagram of ways. by Facebook. I know. Just recently. Not that. I mean, within the last year. Yeah. But. but I mean, still. at least they're, they're trying or at least appearing to try to mellow it out a little bit. Well, then my qu- next question is, then what the fuck's up with Facebook? Because Facebook, own- Facebook owns Instagram. And Instagram is trying to improve, and I really don't feel like Facebook is. I don't see as much competition on Facebook. I see more of the arguing and the and the trolling and the bullies on, on Facebook. So, yeah, they could do a lot more about that. But, I mean, I guess they don't want to be the police. They don't want to intervene in between people and make it look like they're picking a side, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's supposed to be an open forum. Which brings us to our next, I guess, little topic part of it is your emotions towards social media and not letting yourself getting sucked into this basically unreality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you see something on Facebook and it you don't realize it, but it can pull your emotions or your even your mind, what you think. It can change what you think, what you feel. And it's just a post. And it's not necessary. And it could be targeted at you. It's not necessarily the truth. You don't really know what it is or what it isn't. Because somebody could have posted anything that could tug at your emotions or influence how you think and it could just be set for some bullshit site that's actually false you but you don't know you wouldn't know unless you actually clicked on the link and did more research and like we've talked about in previous podcasts you are just getting the highlight reel you have no idea what's going on in that background this person may be posting a beautiful beach photo or a beautiful couple photo but maybe five minutes before that they were arguing like you don't know and mm-hmm. nobody's life is perfect. My life, Connie's life, any's li- anybody's life, we have our moments, and you are not seeing all of those moments on social media. Oh, for sure. And re- in reality, like I said before about people like trolling, and in general, when you see things on social media, that is like 
10% of their actual life. Right. Don't view it as this is 100% how their life is. It is bubbles and rainbows and sunshine because that's not true. Everybody has bad days. I believe there's a song about it. You know, (laughs) (laughs) everybody has those days. Absolutely. I mean, I'll be the I'll be the first to admit I absolutely have bad days, especially now when Kyle's deployed. Even something stupid. Two was it yesterday or the day before? I don't remember when it was. But the sensor came out of my car to let me know that the air pressure is low on my tires. Now is this something I can handle? Absolutely. It's really easy. But usually you know that's like a husband job. The car care is the husband job. So I was like, Oh yeah. I just wish Kyle was here because I don't know where the thing is and I want him to do it. And I just had a little moment where I just wish he was there because I wanted him to handle it. Not because I couldn't, just because that's, that's, what he does. Man, that's what he normally does for me. So then it made me miss him and I had a little moment and then I'm like, okay, put your big girl panties on, get the air pressure gauge, go to the gas station. There's free gas or free gas, free air and fill the fucking tires up. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. You can do it yourself. But I know, and that's so funny because that's exactly what Tom's doing for me right now. It's deal- <laughs> dealing with my car, so <laughs> I get you. Yeah, it's just it's just nice. It's not that I can't do it. It's just it's missing that extra help, missing the help like he cuts the grass, he takes care of the cars, and now I have to do everything, which is fine. But you know, I just had a little moment where I was like, why isn't he here? I want him to do this, you know? <laughs> oh hell yeah. I definitely understand. Oh, my God. I don't think Tom would be able to handle being gone uh, from our house just because he he is very particular about how the grass gets cut. And I would definitely not be very particular. <laughs> I, I, I got that vibe from his Instagram post the other day with the like double whatever. Whatever lines. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, he's super into it, especially since we got a fertilizer company that that spreads like fertilizer and weed killer. Ever yeah. since we got them, now he's, like, super into it. I mean, that's nice, though. It's nice that he cares about the lawn, and that's great. And that's one – it's just, you know, one of those things, one less thing that you have to worry about, and he will make it look real nice. And But, again, like Rita was saying, bringing it, bringing it back, you wouldn't know these things that we just talked about by viewing our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter – or whatever you you would just see some hiking photos and photos of the beach yeah and stuff like that honestly we would all be like we wish we were rietta on the beach 24 7 because that's basically her her instagram is beach and hiking so i'm like do you do any clear anything else because i don't see it <laughs> but see? we all know she does yeah exactly see it i mean my instagram Definitely makes it look like, and I do, I lived, a, I feel very blessed to live in Hawaii, 100%. I know a lot of people who don't feel the same living here, a lot of our fellow military wives, but I feel very blessed to live here. But I definitely do regular things too. I go to the grocery store, I clean my house every Monday. It's honestly a shock. I don't know how I would be able to do anything regular. <laughs> but I am not in that position, so... I will never know. <laughs> you never know. You might know someday. You won't know what it would be like maybe to live here, but to at least go on vacation. I hope. Yeah. Vacation is always fun. Yes. Actually, one of the reasons why I like don't post a ton on Instagram because I take a lot of photos. Yes. 
I put a lot on like my story, my the 24-hour story that's on Instagram. I just don't want to just be like another basic bitch post. You know what I mean? Like so I kind of like limit it to things that I think are really meaningful or I really had fun or really did something because trust me if it was everyday life that I was taking a photo of people would be like this bitch can stop posting right now (laughs) so you know that's just kind of our main point of this whole thing just don't let somebody's beautiful Instagram setup think that your life isn't just as beautiful because it is just in a different way actually that that reminds me so there was I think it was a TV show and I want to say it was Lucifer, but I don't remember a hundred percent. Sorry. Anyway, he went to go, this person went to go. I I think it was Lucifer. He went to go Mm -hmm. interview this woman and she was like an Instagram influencer. And she was like, here, hold on, take a picture of me. And she kept on like changing like the background scene and taking Mm -hmm. pictures as if she were at these like popular destinations and really it was actually just like a roll down screen and she's never been anywhere but California. And it's like, and that's kind of like how I view Instagram though, is that you could say that you maybe once upon a time went to these like places, but you could just be posting photos that you've had that you just never posted. It's not necessarily the most during COVID when somebody was like, you shouldn't be out hiking. You're like, I wasn't. It was a picture from when I went hiking before COVID. You right. know, like you can have photos in your album and post them at a different date. That doesn't mean they're constantly traveling and they don't have a real job or real responsibilities. Yeah. You don't know when that picture was taken. And just because they posted it today doesn't mean it happened today. And I also hate that there's this perception that your entire Instagram has to look like perfect. You have to have this perfect filter and it has to be this color and it has to be appealing. Just post your shit, people. It doesn't need to be perfect. Again, I'm blessed because I have a beautiful backdrop. I literally don't put like any filters on my pictures, but that's just Hawaii. When we move to Virginia, it's going to be a totally different thing and that's fine. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop sharing stuff because it's my life and I'm going to share stuff and maybe it won't look as pretty, but who cares? But, and, and then once again, that, that's social media that that's showing you that you don't necessarily have the perfect background 24 seven, you know, everything's yeah. not a hundred percent beautiful all the time. And if you think that you're full of it and you need a reality check and also, you know, don't, Focus so much on how many likes you have, how many mm-hmm. followers, how many friends. It doesn't matter. Live you. You do you, boo, and you'll be better. Life will be better. You'll be that's, less concerned. That should just be, since we keep saying it, that should just be like one of our sayings. Do you, boo, boo. You, you do you, boo. We're, we're reclaiming that. Oh, oh, for sure. That line from I, 2000. I will, I don't care. I will never get rid of that because I love it. It's fine. I'll just be old over here saying, you do you, boo. A boo, boo. There you go. (laughs) And you're goofy. (laughs) The big thing that I think Kanye and I really wanted to get across, because there is a lot of cyberbullying that's happening nowadays. You know, it wasn't like that when her and I were younger. The iPhone didn't even come out until I graduated from college. So all of this wasn't as big of a thing when we were younger 
So it's it's definitely more prevalent and definitely something you need to watch, especially if you have kids. Like I just got my son uh, a Nintendo Switch for his birthday, and Ooh, I'm fun. definitely I'm definitely not really allowing him on any online communities unless I'm around because it happens everywhere. Even on his online gaming system with kids his age, people are bullying and making people feel bad about themselves. And I know it's hard when somebody you know says you're ugly or whatever to you and it's hard not to take that personally but you have to remember you don't know that person that person doesn't actually know you they could be uglier they could be uglier they could be uglier they could be jealous af they could be so just delete their comment block them and move Move on. on That's what today's post uh, podcast is really about, is move on. Yeah, don't, you know, scroll through and move on with your life and actually live life and not live a life completely on social media. And even in schools, too, you know, I've Jackson's already, my little guy has already dealt, dealt with bullying in first grade. And I told him, I'm like, don't. Don't ever let anybody make you feel any less of a person than you are. Don't be friends with that person. Walk away from that person. If you have to, get an adult involved if they're really being over the top with you. Like, do not be afraid to stand up for yourself. And I hope all the parents out there are teaching their kids that. Because, I mean, suicide rates are bad enough in the military population in general and in life in general. And we need to take grasp and try to get that under control. Yeah, and social media just doesn't help. Yeah, it adds the fuel to the fire because people can sit behind their keyboard where they're perfectly safe with Mm -hmm. no repercussions, really, and type all this nasty shit out to people that they don't know. Yep. And it's just, it's ridiculous. So just don't pay attention to those people. Block them. Delete them. Don't accept accept sugar sugar daddy requests either because they're just going to take your money. So... That that's funny. A guy messaged my friend saying, "Hey, I'll give you seven hundred dollars a week of you know money to basically be, yeah, uh huh, mm-hmm. on call for him." And she laughed. She thought it was hilarious. And I was like, "Ew." Yeah. <laughs> it, was an, it was an old fat bald dude. I was like, of course, "Ew." That was ew. Yeah. Don't get catfished. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't think that that was really catfishing, considering he was very open about what he looks like. <laughs> no, that's true. That guy wasn't. Yeah, it, it happens. Anyway, recap for the day, right? Is that where we're at? You think? Yeah, I think I think we've I think we've yelled at them enough. <laughs> so, don't be susceptible to the highlight reel and the bullying on social media. You know scroll like photos whatever and then get out and actually live your life remember that you don't really know that person on instagram unless it's like a friend if it's just a random influencer you don't really know them that is only nine percent of their lives ten percent of their lives whatever so you know just move on and actually live life don't live your life on a screen because that's no fun you're not going to have the memories. When you look back and you're 90, all you're going to remember is your phone. And that is gross. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Rietta. I'm Connie.
and thank you for listening.